It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. Morning after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show has been critically crapped on the show. That is still here for now, so you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, and no, no, no. Uh, guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. You've been guzzling down all the programming. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's more clips, clips, more clips. clips. Wow, more clips. Oh. Well, Clip a palooza. Scott wants I less see clips. I see what he did. Interesting. <laughs> wow. I'm joined by my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed Forever. And then there's maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of Morning Men and Morning After, of course, as always with Scott. For now. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. Anywhere. Anywhere. Even, even being mocked by one third of Morning Men. Uh, <laughs> anywhere Even while we're being mocked? Anywhere? You mean when Evan Cohen did his big anywhere? I didn't like that. <laughs> I got you now, Evan. I see you. I see you. You're in my sights right between the eyes. Oh, that's right. Anywhere. Even on a softball field. And I'll tell you, right before we just went on this uh, fine program, you know, 7 a.m. live here on a Saturday morning on Channel 82. And, of course, you can hear it anywhere on the podcast. Eddie Erickson, I asked you a simple, oh my God. innocent question just as a friend i'm like hey because me and eddie are trying to put something on the calendar we're having the sleepover part two you know we're gonna have the pizza bagels we're gonna have bethany and eddie (laughs) embrace with a hug yes but eddie is on the summer tour he's on a summer baseball (laughs) tour with his son who's playing baseball as drew and you go all across the country and i said you know what's perfect july 8th I got a softball game that night. Drew is great at baseball. We'll take a 14-year-old kid. He'll be the best one on the team. How about that? Let Drew play softball. Why don't you tell the world how you just responded? I was appalled. 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 Number one. Disgusted. I thought about it for a quick second, and then I know how much time, work, and more importantly, dollars have gone in to fix this kid's swing, which was a disaster. We've got the swing fixed. Now you want to fuck it up by letting him play uh, slow-pitch softball? <laughs> Have you lost your mind? <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I Come said. On. It's like I said. Hey, Eddie, can I have sex with your wife? I mean, the amount of visceral. <laughs> what are you talking about? Say yes. What are you talking about? Why would he play softball? All the money I spent. I'm like, I thought we don't yell. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was a fun idea. I mean, to no. me, maybe this is the no. non- see. Maybe this is me. I don't think I'm a non-athlete. I now think I'm unathletically athletic. Original. Yeah, damn right. But baseball and softball, same thing. You swing a bat and catch a ball. Take two. And hit it to right. (laughs) Eddie Erickson, as you were touring the country this week, uh, Mm. doing a little baseball, you were in uh, South uh, Carolina. Yes, fresh off of the trip to Charleston. I fly with a very nervous wife. 
everything's very tense with mm. her because she's very nervous until she gets that first Xanax in her. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, tense. Yeah, so yeah, everything has that. to run smoothly. There was a little problem at the Jiffy Lot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, the only thing I can describe <laughs> was the episode of Seinfeld, of course, my all-time favorite show, where Kramer parks at Jiffy Park. And they can't get his car for three, four days because there's so many cars. I said, it'll be a miracle if the car comes back in one piece. The shuttle then delayed. My wife freaking out. She freaked out on the poor attendant. She actually used the words, where is this thing? We have a flight to catch it. I'm freaking out. (laughs) She actually said she's freaking out. She actually said that. That's when you really know it. Mr. Kramer, it'll be two or three days before we get your car. (laughs) What do you mean two or three days? You have to sleep over. Uh, You did say some other great stuff before you took off on the flight because, you know, naturally, I want to know if you had a beer as you said you have to be medicated the xanax has to come in but for me it's two beers and a dramanin and that puts me right to bed did you buy a beer no i won't buy a beer i won't i won't spend money in an airport the only time i'm as sick as you with money is at an airport or like a sporting event i can't pay that much for alcohol i won't because we talked about it I want to have 10, but I can only have one. And there's no sense in having one if I can't have 10. Oh, my God. What is the point? That is the rule of thumb. It's amazing. It's not too expensive to drink 6, 8, or 10, but it is too expensive to drink one. There's no reason to ever spend all that extra cash, oh, and let's say it's no. you know twelve bucks on a beer. Oh, if you're only having one, just but, hearing it. But yet, if you told me, "All right, we're gonna drink all night," next thing you know, I'm spending twelve bucks ten different times. And to me, 120 bucks is fine, but twelve is not. It's yeah, a very interesting dynamic. Exactly. But when you're drinking, yeah. if you could only have one, eh, it's not worth it. It's, it's too much money. It. If it's not only ten, it. you know, next thing you know, you have to go to an ATM and you're taking out cash. Fine. And I'll tell you the other good thing that you sent me a text on was. Where do you stand, Mike? Because you, know, you usually go to me I don't know why things. I ask you these No, questions. I think this is important. Where are we with onions on a sandwich on a plane? And I said, hey, you might be asking the wrong guy because I do like onions. And before I could even finish that thought, you wrote, you mutt, you're dead to me. I said, no, wait, wait, wait. But on a plane, I generally don't eat because I'm one of these guys that just stare straight ahead and do nothing. I'm a stare straight ahead guy. I like onions on a sandwich. Onions on a sandwich on a plane is probably crossing the line. No, this was an an assault on my senses. I was really pissed off. Assault on my senses. You know, I I sat in front of the plane. I always get the JetBlue extra space, although Chris paid for it, so I got that. He paid for extra space. I don't think he was aware. So I sat in the front of the plane, and I sit down. I'm all happy. We got three seats across. It's my my family, so I can just spread out. You know, I told my kid, arms up. We're arms up, guys. That's I, I yelled at him. I go, what are you doing? He tried to put the arm divider down. I go, what the hell are you doing? He goes, I'm putting my arm down. No, 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 no. I will spread oh, out wow. on your seats. Oh, man. See, uh, see, I'm glad your son tried at least. Because you need that divider. And you at least yeah, said, I'm not having divider. it. I'm no, not having I said, we're not having that. And he's, that thing and he's thinking, God, why couldn't I sit next to mom? <laughs> so the three of us, me and the two boys, I'm in the middle. And all of a sudden, I just have this overpowering smell of onions. The little yeah. shit behind me, yeah. one of these little kids yeah. from our tournament, an 11-year-old, oh, is you know him a too, hero huh? with onions on it. Oh. There's etiquette on an airplane. You don't bring smelly foods on an airplane. Yeah, you know what? You don't even need a sandwich Come with on. onions in the car while you're driving because the next day when you get in the car, the onion smell onion. remains. Of course. And so that's how you know you can't have it in a closed space. That's fish in an office. And, of course, we had a guy who used to actually bring oh. in trout. Fresh caught trout. I don't know if it was fresh. It might have been frozen on a Friday. $5 Friday. And he would try to sell it. And we would 
to eat fish. Oh, that's right. <laughs> just I bad. forgot about that. Yeah, he's like, did you order the tilapia? I'm like, no, I'm not a partaking in your, oh, in your catering right. business. This guy was started a catering business This guy on would Thursdays. bring it. It was a duffel bag full of like prepared oh meals God. that he my prepared in his kitchen. Him. Me and my girlfriend. School. Me and my girlfriend made him. And um, <laughs> I wasn't wearing pants throwing I it. forgot about that. Oh, that's right. See, now that you can't do. There was another interesting thing on the flight home. I became super passive aggressive guy. Oh, no. So we took off. Don't be aggressive. 6.20, sun setting, you know, as we start to get further out. Everybody in the plane had their window shade shut, except oh, one. Oh, no, 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 no. See, why do that? I left the window shade up no, the you whole that flight. Yeah, the I couldn't control guy. the smell, but I'm going to control my window shade. Nobody wants the bright sun. Everybody's was, trying to take a little cat nap, and so we have sun glaring right through that window. You know hitting- that everybody behind you was like, this <laughs> asshole. It was hitting the annoying couple next to my wife. It just looked annoying. You just know. Right? Oh, wait, so me, they didn't do she, anything annoying? They just looked no, annoying. Oh, that's not me, fair. Wait a minute. She told me after the flight they were really annoying, and I just right. suspected it. Yeah. She said the whole time they watched their baby monitor. Okay, that's annoying. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't. If we're, if we're that worried. They were worried, obsessed with their nanny cam. Okay, if you're that worried, stay home. Don't leave the kid. That is bad. I'm a window shade guy. Yeah. I like to control my window shade. That's why I always sit window. I know Evan Cohen uh, took a flight this past weekend, and the guy that sat down next to him reached out and like said, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. And Evan's like, hi, I'm Evan. And they shook hands. Isn't that strange? Oh, my the God. The big introduction. That was worst nightmare. I, I don't think I'd shake his hand. I don't I think I'd shake his hand. I had my headset on. I pretend <laughs> I, I didn't just, hear him. Yeah. Like, Evan said he's military. And so, All you know, right. there was that. So did he, he sh- thank him for his service? I guarantee he did. Probably did. Why, are you oh, not a thank you for your service guy? No, I'm not a thank you for your service guy. Which leads me into my oh. next thought. Well, you know what? Wait a minute then. <laughs> Let's hear a clip first. I'm not a thank you for your Here's service guy. Here's what you missed this week on Mad Dog Unleashed with Christopher Mad Dog Russo. As, of course, he talked about the hockey and the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. That was a big sports story of the week. But why did he really focus on it? Because Kyle Torrey, Steve Torrey's son, works for the Colorado Avalanche in the sales ticket office. And Dog is really happy for Steve and Kyle. Steve Torrey is all excited today. You know what he said to me today? First thing, I swear to God, believe it or not, my kid's going to get a ring. A ring for what? Well, no, he's going to get a ring. A ring for what, Steve? Well, he's going to get a uh, Stanley Cup ring. He's what? Yeah, he's going to get a ring. What do you mean a ring, Steve? He's a freaking bag man for the... What What ring are you talking about? No, he's going to get bag a ring. They man. give everybody rings. Maybe not the exact ring that, say, uh, you know, McKinnon gets, but he'll get a big-time ring from that franchise that he can show around. Bad I said, man. you're proud of that, Steve? You are proud that your son, who wouldn't know the Colorado Avalanche before Avalanche. last... Whenever he graduated college. Last year, if he fell on him, you're going to let him walk around thinking that he was an instrumental ingredient to the Avalanche winning a Stanley Cup? Yeah, why not? Falling, what do you mean, why not, Steve? People. You know, why not? That's not the right thing to do. <laughs> Rings should only go to people who are involved with the on the field or on the court or on the ice, ice. product. That means yeah. scouts, training staff. You have to get the players ready to play, don't they? So they have to get a ring. I Coaches, kind of video coordinators, no, those really? kind of guys. Oh, Your yeah, son kind of holds the tickets at I the pasture that they have the off-the-field nonsense, the, the off-site when you can have the viewing party. <laughs> he does not deserve a ring. I don't care, Chris. He's going to ring. What do you mean he's getting a ring? He shouldn't get a ring. He says, yeah, you're going to get a 17-cut gold stone ring. 
But the guy that some guy who's in charge of the suites and who gets sat, sat in the suites, you know, he's for well a game in January, he Thank does you. not deserve a ring. Oh, Kyle not. Torrey. He didn't score a goal, have an assist, oh my God. do a I'll scouting report, breaths. break down in a video, Wait, component of the uh, of, um, uh, of, of <laughs> oh a line, God. direct the line change, Terrible. nothing. Uh, made sure the fans had the porta potties organized in the uh, off-site seating area, but proud Papa story bouncing around. Pound Ridge, you got to be rich to live in Pound Ridge. I mean, <laughs> That's uh, that's more that that that's, that's billionaire territory. You well, know that is uh, you know that is not Yonkers. <laughs> that is and, and no, Tory is gonna got something that now Martha Stewart and you know all what? the famous uh, what? The CEOs Stewart? don't have, and that is the fact his son was <laughs> part of a Stanley Cup champ wait, as the wait, Avalanche, wait a and a ring to prove it. So wait, Steve Torrey is walking around his town with CEOs, and he sees Martha Stewart. <laughs> hey, I'm Martha. How are you? Uh, you know, my son won the Stanley Cup with the uh, Colorado Avalanche. He was uh, he was very mm-hmm. instrumental in uh, getting them a suite. Uh, you know, the the, the family of the players. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, he I was know you went to jail for insider trading. Yeah. But we have a Stanley Cup in the family. Yeah. You know, they uh, said they say you went to a cupcake prison. I can see why they said that. I, I mean, I didn't say it, but you know, we're having cupcakes later to celebrate a Stanley Cup champion. We all have the Stanley Cup there. You should come with your CEO friends. You know, Martha. I mean, I could see, you know, I loved your cooking. I, mean, I could see why people didn't like your cooking. Do you like Martha Stewart's cooking? Triple A Mad Dog 6. That's a Monday in June. That's what I like to call that. <laughs> but, but, like, everybody's a part of the team. They all won. It's a feel-good organization. No, We're not saying no, you get the same ring. No. Why are you so opposed to I don't to even this? want different tiers of rings. Give them money. Give them a bonus. No ring. The ring is symbolic of the champion. They wow. have that little ring. They hold on to that forever. They go out. They get laid because of the ring. The ring, the ring is everything. But it's ha- a conversation. Conversation starter. They're so gaudy and big, you can't not see them. You're like, oh, this guy's somebody. You go over and make conversation. Right. All of a sudden, I became Steve Torrey. Oh, he's wearing hey. a ring. That must be somebody. Martha. I go over and walk. To, except if it's Willie Colon. Don't approach Willie Colon if you got his ring on. <laughs> oh, that's Please, good point. don't that's do good it. Point. Willie he's said crushing that. crab cakes. People just want to have a goddamn 30 for 30 right in the middle of cocktail hour. Get the fuck away from me. I want to enjoy <laughs> the night just like you. Two Jack Daniels and Cokes in my hand, and I'm looking at the big boobs uh, across the bar. I don't give a shit if, if your great great granddaddy's a Steeler fan. I want to enjoy the night like you. I don't want to do it during a cocktail hour. I just want to be normal. You want to enjoy the night. I want to do the same thing. I don't want to be trapped in a corner and you want to talk about the Immaculate Conception. He did say the Immaculate Conception. I'm pretty sure it's the Immaculate Reception. Yeah. It's Jesus there. I mean, that's that's Mary. That's something else. Yeah. First of all, I would never wear that ring if I were personnel. I compared it on a serious note. I was in the military. I'm called a veteran. However... I shrink when I hear a thank you for your service and all that. Because, no, a veteran to me are these guys you see that come back missing a limb. The guys that have been through the shit. If you fought in a war, that's a veteran. You know, listen, I didn't have to fight in a war. I'm thankful. I did my time. I got out. No one got hurt. Don't waste that on me. Well, and that's the way I feel yeah. about the championship ring. Uh, you know what? I've never said thank you for your service. Now I've, I've I know you wouldn't. And I, I wouldn't would never be. want you to. Right. If you ever did, I'd punch you right in the mouth. Exactly. Right in your teeth. I would never. <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? I try to say something nice. I'd <laughs> thank you for your service. God damn it! Oh, wait. No, why save this it guy for the pop, real veteran. Why this guy pop you in the face? All I do is say thank you for your service. You'll look like was, a, no, a not real to, veteran more than not, he does. I, right. Listen, and not, I hear you. I hear you. Not to offend veterans obviously you put your time in but those guys they're extra special hey, let me throw this at you no ring here they we get go nothing. The, the Kyle Torrey walks by the Colorado Avalanche player who's like stressed out because this family's in town and he <laughs> figures out a way to get it that family nine seats pretzels burgers they're all hooked up he doesn't have to deal with any of the bullshit he goes out there on the ice he feels so relieved he sees his family there he wants to put on a great performance he scores three goals gets a hat trick next thing you know they're on a winning streak next thing you know they're in the playoffs next thing you know they win the Stanley Cup <laughs> to me yeah. if you 
you have a role everywhere. When New Rochelle High School won the state championship. Oh, not That's this. right. Not this one again. <laughs> hey, Eddie, I've never brought this one up. I don't want to hear this. You told the QB he looks when cute Ray that Rice day? When Ray Rice walked by me and I gave him a little shoulder rub, when I made, made the quarterback laugh in the hall, they played a little lighter, they won a football game, they you, went to state. I'm a state champion. You actually did hit on something. You're not going to flip me on this argument. I'll try. But the, the ticket person is key personnel for the one thing you just said. One of the things the guys at the Super Bowl always complain about, they like getting to the Super Bowl for that week where they're kind of sequestered because of the thing you just brought up. They're being hounded for tickets yeah. constantly ah. for the game. You see? So that part is important. So maybe Kyle helped one. him out in the Stanley Cup, you know, by uh, stepping All up right. to the plate. So maybe the and then, people deserve a ring. And then the other thing is, like, <laughs> if you get a ring... I mean, you're probably going to get laid, or at least you'll you'll get closer. Well, you, you have, have to. Think about it. Kyle Torrey goes to a he bar He should now. be wearing the ring. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's like a 24-year-old <laughs> kid. He goes to a bar with the ring. That's an immediate, whoa. Like you said, Eddie, you walk in, that's a showstopper. So a woman's going to go, where'd you get that ring? Now, I would say I played for the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> I was on the third line. I tagged McKinnon on the way in. We had an icing play. It was pretty fun. I'll show you a highlight. But if he just said, hey, I'm a part of the team. We won. And you don't have to say where. You could say you're on the bench. You know, next thing you know, you're the head coach of the team that won it. Boom! You're getting laid. If you ever run a team and your team wins a championship, what are you going to give them since you hate rings so much? Oh, virtual. I give them a virtual ring since (laughs) since there's so many people now that want to take crypto as their paycheck. I give them a virtual ring. Yeah. (laughs) NFTs for everyone. So when I go to your house and I go, can I see what you got for winning a Stanley Cup? Well, I can't show you now. I'd have to show you. computer! Is it, is it downloaded? All right, hold on a second. My, I don't have Wi-Fi. Hold on a second. Let me get it going. Uh, it's buffering. I want to show the ring off. Oh, geez, I erased it from my email. Oh, no, I just lost my oh, price. I lost my code. Oh, Ten tries. No. We're locked out. That's it. The ring's gone. Wow. All right, we talked about rings, though. You're right. Don't approach Willie Cologne, and then if you see me with a ring on, oh, it's not God. me because I don't wear a wedding ring, and obviously Stay I— away from Big Willie. And I never got my state championship ring, but we talked about that on Morning Man with Evan Cullen, Mike Patrick, Willie Cologne. I went to a diner with Evan Cohen and his son. Evan Cohen's son was asking me a bunch of questions, and of course, you know, you just spin out answers left and right. And one of the questions randomly just asked me, he goes, why don't you wear a wedding ring? That was the first time maybe I was ever speechless. I was like, uh, I, I, uh, 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 good shrimp uh, salad wrap from eating. <laughs> fries. Because I was like, how fries. did you want to go? God, I was good. There's no reason for it. You just don't want to You don't want to wear it. I know, but then I felt like I needed to tell the entire story. And then I thought as we're eating lunch, it would be weird if I go, well, I knocked up my ex-girlfriend. That's where the story begins. But no well, ring. Now, if I was wearing. You got knocked her up? You guys weren't together. Well, we went to San Francisco on a trip Wait, Willie that went so poorly. That we fought on the plane ride there. <laughs> That the first, as soon as we got there, she went to the hotel. I went to go get a stuffed baked potato, which was unbelievable. (laughs) So stuffed baked potato with like chili and everything. And I said, give me everything. There was like chicken in it, chili, cheese. And it was such a cool place. All he did was do baked potatoes. There was another night in this trip. It was like a five-night trip where we got into a fight that we both went out separately. three-hour tour. And this is when we were just dating. And then on the way home, you know, we had a long talk in the airport and the airplane. I was like, it's over. And I went back to the, the you apartment fly home with her? in New Rochelle, New yeah. York, and got all my stuff out of there, and I went and moved back into my parents' house. And then two weeks later, she started calling. And Meat then lasagna. I stopped answering. And then about three weeks later, she showed up at WVOX Radio during a big on-air shift where I was playing the uh, the Bill Mazur show. And she starts banging <laughs> on the window. His grandson was on my high school football Bill, team. That's when I worked with the blind board op. And my job was to pick up anything he dropped, the great Nick. And she's banging like on the, the window. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong you? I'm pregnant. <laughs> It's the worst day of my life. <laughs> and I was like, jeez, we'll talk later.
And then uh, I moved you, were, you were just unfazed. <laughs> we'll talk later. I have to hit an update. <laughs> Three days later, I moved back in. You're such a radio pro. You kept. He your wasn't rattled at all. I kept my yeah. composure. Yeah. I love that. I finished Through the glass. We'll I... talk later and talk back. All right. Let's go. <laughs> <And> talk <Continue. laughs> back. All right. In five, four, three, two, one. Right. All right. Welcome back to the Bill Mazur Show. <laughs> we got some breaking news on the other side, but That's no, great. we keep it. Go- we had we had spots to fill. That was old terrestrial radio. That's I had it. to carts. Nothing's I, automated. I had to work down the, the local dry cleaning. <laughs> spot all right we got that one in there solo clean uh very good uh, and then we went back to my life is now ruined and now i'm a father but eddie you did perk up there when uh you heard about me flying that was an uncomfortable ride how do you think i acted on that flight you I mean, probably just stared at the seat yeah like it's usually do. and i took not a, like no other any other flight i slept almost the entire time and that's from sam fran that's of not course. easy to do i was sleeping like a baby nothing annoys a woman more in the middle of a fight than you're able to sleep no She's she was sitting there crying she was like making a point when we Although first. Although maybe she was relieved. No, when we first got in that plane, I think she was. She was so pissed. She was making a point not to say a word to me, and I was like, "Thank I, you." I got the last laugh. I'll be in. You know, I'll be in bed in a minute. That is the ultimate backfire for a woman. <laughs> Silent. Because yeah. this happened to me all the time where we'd have those long protracted fights overnight, and she would lay there, and I just hear. <laughs> but we're back to back in bed, and yeah. I just hear. And after a long enough time of just silence, you're just going to lay there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to get up yep. at six. I want to go to oh sleep. Oh, my God, Eddie. That is That happens to me all the time. She'll be crying, whimpering. <laughs> and I, I literally say nothing until I finally go, what, you got a cold? You got the sniffles? <laughs> oh, hey, you know, maybe, maybe you should take better care of yourself. Okay, good night. <laughs> Yep, right to bed, right to bed. Oh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Patrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about Yankee games, mooching, and street parking. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. Welcome back to the best hour of radio you will hear this week. If is that true? This is the only hour well, of radio you will hear this week. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Ah, I'll yeah. take it away, Babs. Ah, yes! <laughs> Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM Channel 82. As we recap the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Nailed as we're joined by my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. And then there's Scotty Moose, the producer of Morning Men and Morning After 4. And now, don't forget to... Download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. Even at a carnival while being ghosted by your so called (laughs) friends. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, what a mess. Wow. Yes. Even there, as uh, this weekend, I was uh, in the pool and I like to put the phone down. You were punked. I think so. You know, I put the phone down and, you know, Eddie knows my Saturday style. I'm getting my my Saturday on. So put the phone down. You are incognito on Saturdays. You know that. There's always like a three hour gap. At least. Where did he go? Middle of a conversation, final text. We're not really done. And then. What happened? I lost you. Six hours later, you give me a full recap go, hey. on every text I've sent you in- intermediately. Yes. There. I always answer all of Eddie's texts, and I can <laughs> miss amazing. like 30 In of order. Them, and I will go in order, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll scroll down, and I'll answer them all because, you know, it's very thorough. And it's well, a that lot of proves good you stuff, read them. I like it. And it shows, Eddie, I, I read them. So you always have a response. And so uh, there's a three-hour gap. I'm in the pool. I don't realize what's going on. I come out. I check my phone. It's 6 o'clock at this point when I pick up the phone. I look at my text at 4.39, a text from my friend Jerry the Ice Man's wife that says, you guys want to go to the Fireman Carnival? It's down the block. Then 10 minutes later, Mike, speak up or I'll never set foot in your house ever again this summer. Then 10 minutes later, I just called you, sent me to voicemail. 
we're not hanging out on July 4th. That was all in a span of 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, it was basically like, I met a girl, we had sex for the first time, we got married, we had a kid, we got divorced. Boy, that escalated quickly. And so then finally, at 6.17 p.m., I wrote, hey, you still there? My buddy Jerry the Ice Cream Man wrote, yeah, I'm on the coaster. And I wrote back, no chance you can handle that one, but you know what? I'm on my way. And then Jerry the Ice Cream Man's wife wrote back, no, we're done. Now, we're not hanging out on July 4th. I'm like, ha ha, order me a gyro, four beers. I just bought you guys three sausages and peppers. Next thing you know, I'm just walking around a carnival all by myself with my son, Joey. <laughs> and I even got my wife who walked over for a little while. And she's like, what's going on? I said, Beth, go text him right now. Say you're here. And she wrote, we're here. Where are you guys? And then 30 minutes later, she sent me a picture of not only her, her husband, her children, but the rest of the high school crew that I hang out with, they were all there having dinner together wow, while I was at a carnival all alone. That's very aggressive. That seems like quite a bit. Just to get me to go to a carnival and spend yeah. extra money, $6 fries, by the way, which I don't think I'll ever be over. And no. just wait. Where's my friends? Where are my friends? I felt like an orphan. That's rough. They don't have a family orphans. They have friends, hopefully, in the orphanage. A family is what they don't an have. I'm an orphan with a family. I'm an orphan with a, a wife orphan. and three kids. <laughs> Something else happened this week where I felt maybe it also went awry and perhaps I got played. Listen to this courtesy of Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Colon. And at first, we thought we had our hands on uh, four tickets to the Yankee game. So Will's like, you can invite a friend. So I was like, I'm going to bring someone who maybe could like drive me to the game. And so I asked uh, Benny Boats. And he's like, yo, I'm, oh, I'm in. I'm so in. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I should ask Mr. Balls, too. I'll figure it out. I'll get him in the game. I'll scalp a ticket. I'll figure it out. And so then I asked Mr. Balls. Something is wrong with me. I think I'm learning that. Yeah. And so Mr. Balls was like, yeah, I'll go, right? So that was on Thursday while we were golfing. For whatever <sighs> reason, I, I reached out to another person. Four tickets. Each four of tickets. you get two. Two. You and Willie are two of the four. Each of you get one additional, and you one invited friend. two people. And for some reason, here I am, because I just something's wrong with me. Did I Willie know that. Did give I... you his plus one? No. No, absolutely no, okay. the not. The ball's on this little fucker. Friday morning after the show, I'm like, how am I going to get out of this one? One of these guys can't go. This is so stupid. Something will come up. So then I'm like, so noon, both of these guys basically confirmed, and I'm like, what am I going to do? But I don't want to overthink it because, I mean, I always get my way out of it. I was like, yeah, he'll just go to the game. He'll scalp a ticket, whatever. He'll sit on a, in a different seat. No big deal. Then, By like, 3.30. Then, like, 3.30, Willie texts me, bad news. No, no game. <laughs> no game. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, so man. This, so this is what Maybe happened. Maybe this is good. Well, I got a call from a guy who works with the organization. He was like, hey, Sanchez is in town. Mark Sanchez was in town. He was like, hey, Sanchez, wants to, he may go to the game. He may not. So me and Mark are talking. He's like, I got two tickets behind the plate. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, I want to go. So once I'm like, all right, the four tickets are not happening. I'm going to go to the game with Sanchez. We got two tickets. So I call Babs. I'm like, Babs, the game's not happening. I only have two tickets. So Babs goes, he goes, so who are you going to take? I'm just like, I'm not taking you. He was like, but if you had to, who would you take? I was like, well, I got my wife. I got my best friend. I got people I could ask. Not you, he was like, but if you need to take somebody, who, who would you, you take? <laughs> I'm just like Babs. I'm not taking you to the game. Oh, he's, man, like, he's like, all right. He's like, well, he's like, well, I'm already making my way to the stadium. He starts lying. He goes, I'm already making no, my way to the stadium. I was about to leave. I was about he's to leave. Like, oh yeah, he goes, I'm about to leave. I'm all suited yeah. and booted, so you should just take me. I'm like Babs. <laughs> I'm not taking you to the game. <laughs> it's not happening. But so if you had you to take? take someone, who would you take? <laughs> he goes, but if you had to, I'm like, Babs, I'm hanging up the phone. So I didn't go to the game. So I have to call Benny Boats. So I call him. I'm like, yo, game's out. Ticket's taken away. He goes, so what? We're still going. What, what? do you mean? Find a way. You have an hour. He tells you, you find a way? He goes, find a way. You're on the radio. Find a way. I'm like, you know, 
Ben, I, I, I do the show most days in a robe in my basement. But okay, fine. My, I'll call my connect. My connect is Willie. But I was like, oh, no problem. I'll call, make calls. I was working. I was like, fine away. I've been jacked up for this game. I'm wearing Yankee gear. I got out of going with my family to the carnival. I set up all these plans. You're not going to ruin that. Find a way to go to the game. I'm like, all right, give me an hour. That hour when I didn't call one person, one single person. <laughs> an hour course. later, I, I picked up the phone, and, and, and I call him. He's like, so, we going? Couldn't do it. All my connects just failed out. Jimmy the Produce Guy, um, you know, uh, Billy Banana. I was Jimmy. actually looking around my room like, Captain A. I'm looking at a Captain America poster. I was just trying to come up with as many things as possible. And he's like, you completely screwed me because now, you know, I got to go to a carnival. But I should have known with you that you'd fail through. So I was like, ah, gee, man, I'm sorry, man. We'll go to another <laughs> game. All right, no problem. Yeah, we hang up. I'm like, season. all right, I got over it, right? All of a sudden, like 5.15, Mr. Balls calls me. And he's like, I'm outside. And I'm like, oh, my God, I never... Oh, 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 oh my god. Because I was so worked up with Willie getting out of this distress of the hour with, with Benny Boats. I open the door. Here comes Greg. Uh, Mr. Balls walks into my backyard, full Yankee gear, Yankee hat, Yankee shorts, and he's a sneakerhead. So he's rocking these like Yankee sneakers. He's like, yo, check it out. Right away he goes, look at his sneakers. Never even worn these. Fired up for this. And he knew who was pitching everything. So we sat down wow. I, and I was like, oh my god. Sit down, take a seat. Let's have a drink first. It's like, don't we got to go? I'm like, hey, take a seat. Take a seat. So we sat down. I brought him a drink. And we sat down. I was like, listen, I got some news. We're going to watch the game of my house. He goes, what are you talking about? We're going to watch the game. It's like, you don't understand. I told my wife that we're going to the game. It was the last day of school for the girls. Like, they were all fired up. We were supposed to have dinner plans. Instead, oh I changed God. everything. I got him a sleep over here, a sleep over there. What are you doing to me? You're killing me, man. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, we're just going to, it's going to be all right. We, so he's like, we're still going. Everybody does that. We're still going. We're not still going, but all right, fine. <laughs> he's looking up an app, and he's like, all right, we could get tickets right now on this app. $1,600 for two tickets. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> you can pay I, am, I was only going to this game because it was free. We ended up, we watched the game at, in Hal's backyard. That's the exact same thing as going to the Yankee game. <laughs> at least, I was like, at least we're going to go somewhere. But I was like, yo, crank the volume all the way up. Let's make it like we're at the game. <laughs> Let's go, Yankees! These guys were at all Yankees. You're doing out. the roll call and everything. No, I had to give them the atmosphere. <laughs> wow. wow. Poor Greg. The disappointment. You sent me a picture. It was like it was like a, it was like a kid who found out Christmas was canceled, or in your case, Hanukkah. He looked very upset. You know, right away, all dressed up and no one to blow. I mean, nowhere to go. Oh. I mean, Greg with his little with his little Yankee. Yankee hat on and his jersey, all excited for a big night out with a you know a big ex athlete <laughs> Willie Cologne. Yeah, you know we visions of seats behind home plate, oh. open bars, oh. lobster, oh. first class treatment. He shows up. Hey, no tickets. What? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mr. Poor Balls. That's Mr. Balls, man. This guy suffered enough this year. He almost drowned. He yeah. lost a kidney. No Yankee game. No Yankee game. Yeah, Mr. Balls. And what a game it was. Oh, great yeah. game. Houston Astros. Greg, Mr. Balls, wearing this Yankee outfit like my first Yankee game. Yeah, it was great. I, the only thing he was missing was his glove. And how excited he was to go to a free game. <laughs> And he had his glove to catch it. Hey, Aaron Judge, throw me a ball. Can I get an autograph? But listen, we watched it at Hal's house. That's good enough. And Hal the Foul is a very interesting guy. He always tries to bet the middle and explain it. We'll middle it. Live bet. But the theme of that night, he always likes to theme it up. Oh, and so yeah. the theme of the night was how long our penises are, which, you know, that seems Whoa. to always go to that. God, yeah. I never want to have um, that conversation. Mr. Well, we, I don't know. Doing? Mr. Bulls' challenge was, all right, yeah, 
bring me a toilet roll, an empty toilet roll paper, and you'll see I could stick it out from the other end. You guys want to try it? No. Actually, <laughs> no. Wait a minute. I, let's talk. Hold on. Let's talk yeah. about it. Is that anything to brag about? What happens when it doesn't stick out? See, I like. <laughs> I, I would just say this, though. I would beat you all. I'd be like, I can't get it in a toilet roll. It won't fit. Yeah. Too what? girthy. It's all about What's the girth, this? my friend. I, I said, bring me a bring me a paper towel one though. You know, let, let me stick it out from the other end. But oh, you're you, right. you want you want up them? Yeah, I want up them. I said, give me the brownie paper towels. Let's see that thing. And then of course, when I left Hal's house, I took all of his kids' beer uh, and seltzers why with me you? home. Well, why not? That's a to-go thing. See, now that's yeah, a Yankee. That's game. why you have the cooler. Now, my son was very jealous that thinking I would go to a Yankee game, even though I didn't, I still left the house, and we watched it with a guy in uniform, which made it now on Monday. My son, who's 11, insisted we go to a Yankee game, and we did. Listen to this. Job. As we drove dad. to the Yankee game without even having tickets, I drove by the $30 lot, drove by the $40 lot, drove by the $50 lot, found a street parking. That is unbelievable. Yeah, especially around street that Street parking for Yankee Stadium yeah, is such impossible. a victory. It doesn't really matter anything that happened in the game. Yankees win, lose, whatever. When I found this spot on the street and I opened up the door, a rat ran right by me, and four kids were chasing a rat. Yeah, that's New York. They all like lived in this. And then it became no, I closed my door. I was freaking out. And then the two guys like came from the other that corner camp and stopped the rat. You know and they stopped Why would they on be the doing rat. That? Well, I was like, Joe, people's day camp. Welcome to the Bronx, baby. In the Bronx. Oh, this is what it's all about, man. <laughs> the, the fact down. that I found street parking is incredible. Bought two ten dollar tickets that were in the absolute last row. Went immediately down and was sitting in the tenth row in two hundred dollar seats the entire game. Dude, nobody asked me to move. So hold on, first level tenth row. From un- damn near unscrewing a light bulb wow. to sitting where? You know, they didn't hear the you nodded me. Amazing, right behind first base, <laughs> the entire game in really the waiter service. The I just best right sayings. Nobody, a light nobody bulb. cares. The moocher, nah, nah, it's Yankee nah. Stadium. You're, moocher, nah, nah, nah. you're smart. And everyone Jeez. in front of us was different because everybody was coming down. Good. Everybody was moving. Good. Is this what happens in a Yankee game when it's a Monday night and it was half raining and they're playing the half A's? Raining. There's a lot of empty <laughs> seats. You know, when I got up to my seat, <laughs> I didn't yeah, catch that. I was recognized because why wouldn't I be? We're famous. <laughs> and so then. Uh, you know, Jasper golf fouls on Babjack. Whoa, hey, buddy, what's going on, man? He, and, and it was a guy that was in the Legends Club. And he had a bracelet. He's like, I'm like, can you get me he in there? you a man? He was a big guy. Big guy. He's like, you just go behind me. Don't worry about it. it. It'll work out fine. Just walk in behind me. I'm like, I got my son, too. He's like, it's fine. Well, just walk in behind me. And I was like, all right, let's go to Legends Club. And so we went over to Legends Club. And then he's like, just walk behind me. And then he starts walking in. The guy goes, where's your bracelet, man? I'm like, I don't have one. <laughs> he told me I could just walk behind him. No, what are you talking about? You can't get it. So I couldn't get in the Legends Club. He's like, don't worry about it. Stay right here. Stay right here. So I stood right there. The guy went inside and came back out with snacks. We're yeah. talking about Mike the moocher. Dun, dun, dun. That's like, nice. Why is that That's not insult. a mooch. That's just not no. somebody being nice That's and wanting to uh, you know, help out the Babs. So then I was like, all right, let's wow. go back to those seats. That's the section. We went back there. There were there were two people sitting there. And I was like, always oh, risk. Man, watch always this a risk. And I got back there, and I was like, hey, guys, these are our seats. And the guy was like, oh, geez, sorry about that, man. So sorry. And he got out that man. Ah! So sorry. And he got out. <laughs> no way. Everybody last night was no playing the way. same game. Yep. I, uh, no problem. Don't worry about it. Back. It's all good, man. These are our seats for everybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> so much there. It's wow. We didn't on. need other clips. But what were you more impressed yeah, with? The fact no. that I had the street parking. Street the f- parking. Boom. Really? Right there. More than the $10 seats sitting oh, in $200 much more. seats. More much than more. the, hey, guys, you're nope. in my seat when I didn't nope. have a ticket. The balls of me to I'll do that? I'll break it down for you. Okay. Street parking, if anyone knows New York, New York City, anything near Yankee Stadium, 
almost an impossibility. Yeah. It's, it's unheard of. It's a miracle. Thank you. The bluffing of the seats. Okay, anyone could do that. We all know we're lying. You know, it's something about Mary. <laughs> but also, I'm not an architect, but I knew you weren't an, an architect. architect. <laughs> all right? I walked to the seats. Hey, man, you're in my seats. No one's going to go, let me see your tickets. <laughs> No one does that because no one wants a fight. They know they're not supposed to be there. We're not drawing attention to each other. Next thing you know, we're all ejected. I'll just get up and move to the <laughs> yeah, next and set you of open always, seats. You could always do the, oh, I'm sorry, I meant row G. You know, yeah. and there's enough empty seats where you could getting, keep it moving. Getting $10 tickets, not impressive. On but a I, Monday but I night, sat at a $200 against the, seat, though. Against the A's, $10 seats, no big deal. No big no, deal. But getting the street parking is complete luck. Everything Wrong. else is strategy and oh conviction my. to oh. stay where you are. That's why it's the most amazing part, no, dumbass! The question was most impressive! <laughs> Scott! That is most impressive. impressive to get lucky with street yes, parking. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's impressive well, to have that kind of luck, dumbass. Yes. I think I make my own luck. See, I went the right way. I drove he around circled, stands. He circled. He was patient. Stands. He wasn't going to settle for the first lot. No I'm way. I'm lucky. No way. I'm, I luck knew. is the residue of design, no, my I, friend. Turn his mic off! You <laughs> shut up, Betty. <laughs> Luck is the residue of design, yeah, my I've little heard, friend. Yeah, oh, I've heard the cliche. Scott, you can't top a line like that. It's not about my luck when I always get it. It's skill that leads to these yeah, great spots. On, if but, there yeah. was no street parking available, if there literally was not a spot well, I around. Made it available. <laughs> no, no, it ain't not, luck. You drive until you find it. It's skill. You, it's a virtue boy. of patience, and a blind squirrel licks his nuts Literal every now and then. <laughs> that's Literal it. Scott. And that I wow. knew that's it. Not Wait. luck, Mike. It's planning. It's planning a good skill. Oh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about sunflower seeds, sour milk, and pancakes. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes! <laughs> and welcome back to Mike yeah. Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82 is a recap of the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed Forever. And then there's Scotty Moose, the producer of Morning Men and Morning After for now. And now don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. Even when filling out my next self-evaluation, which I feel like we just did. I just got an email about that. Saturday morning emails. What are we doing? Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursday, Friday. Eddie, you missed a lot this week on Mad Dog Unleashed. You missed a did baseball I? brawl where you had Anthony Rendon, who had his arm in a cast because it's broken because he missed a season, and yet he used his left hand to punch someone in the face. You know, I heard that was the most fight he's shown since he signed that contract. Oh! <laughs> oh! Yeah! Awesome. Oh, the Pat McAfee crew. Up, bump. Pat McAfee crew loved that one. <laughs> Jesse Winker got hit in the face. He gave a double birds. They were actually throwing punches, which was actually kind of fun. It's good to see. There was a closer who threw a bag of sunflower seeds. That I thought was the oddest part. Because like, if you really want to make an impact, open the bags. <laughs> throw the seeds everywhere. <laughs> throw the seeds everywhere. Then it'll take a while to clean up. Then there'll be a delay in the game. Or like, dump it on home plate. Or dump it in the Seattle Mariners dugout. But if you're just throwing a tray, let's say, of sunflower <laughs> seeds that are bad. Well, then it takes 30 seconds for the home guy that you actually know to pick it on up. So and that was no. weird. And no. You know what you needed, though? You needed, remember the minor league manager from the Braves who crawled around on the field? Yeah, yes. there you go. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, my I mean, God. There's still nothing, still nothing better. He low-crawled and then threw the... <laughs> 
the donut, the rosin, the rosin bag. bag. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, a grenade. Yeah. Oh, he was swimming in dirt. <laughs> he did yeah. a bomb. He did the army crawl and everything. Oh, oh that was unbelievable. <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful. I would not thank him for his service, though. I would not. No, um, don't do, do that. No, I will how, not do that. How dare don't thank do me. But Mad Dog did say something about the sunflower seeds that I thought was interesting. There'd be a lot of suspensions with that one. And Iglesias, the reliever, is going to get suspended. He threw some uh, He threw some bird seed across the mound. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Bird seed. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But dog quite the athlete. <laughs> Yet again, he proves every what an athlete, man. What an every man he was. <laughs> hey, you know, well, chewing on that bird seed in the uh, dugout here. <laughs> well, you know, listen, here's the thing. When you grow up on a tennis court and a you know a country club, no sunflower seeds on the court. But like, <laughs> think about, let's say, let's say they were spitting the seeds and it was bird seed. Can you imagine all the birds that would attack all the players in that dugout? It would be the birds. There was a that movie. That could be a problem. Uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo also talked about tennis this week. Listen to this. The men are going to be in this spot, too, because Djokovic and Nadal are not going to last forever. Federer is already off the face. They're not? Is, is, already, is yeah. already off the uh, the griddle. The griddle. The yeah, griddle. Off the griddle. So that's... Uh, what, what, well, what was he trying to say? Off the grid. Off the grid. They're going to be don't... off the grid. They're going to be retired. Like, Serena loses in Wimbledon. It's safe to say that the conversation retirement has to begin, and one day she'll be off the grid. But what is the best thing to make on a griddle? I mean, it's pancakes, right? Pancakes, of course. Electric mm-hmm. griddle. With club yeah. soda, apparently. Willie Cologne secret recipe for pancakes, club soda. Let me ask you this. Would seltzer work? Yes, because it's the bubbles that aerate. But I guess you don't want flavored seltzer, so that's why you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. soda. <laughs> oh, that's right. Eddie's going to be making pancakes with Bud Light seltzers. <laughs> tangerine. By the way, tangerine no, you my should new flavor. Try, you should try that. Tangerine's my new favorite flavor, and I'll be making it for the kids later today. Excellent. <laughs> now, Steve Torrey was all over the big story in the NBA. That's Kyrie Irving. He opted in to his contract with the Brooklyn Nets. And how about Kevin Durant, who requested a trade from the Nets, and it seems like he'll be on the move. You know what? I blame KD. I'm so sick of him. He's a mercenary. He just jumps from team to team. The going gets tough, and then KD get going. I give him no credit for the Warriors championship because he joined a super team. This was his idea to take his ball, go to the Brooklyn Nets. He brought Kyrie. He knew who Kyrie was from the get-go. This is his tandem. You had a guy in his peak. Best player in the NBA. Kyrie Irving, top 10 player. They brought in James Harden, a top 20 player, and they only won one playoff series. And now he wants to bail. So they are the biggest failure in the history of sports. And now he's going to jump to another team and not stick it out. Shame, shame, shame. But most people do blame Kyrie over KD for the Nets' failures, including our guy with Mad Dog on first take. Stephen A. Smith and Kyrie Irving have a little rivalry going. Stephen A. Smith talked about Kyrie Irving opting in, and then Steve Torrey, of course, played it back on Mad Dog <laughs> Daily, because that's what he does. <laughs> Less talking time He's a better. playback guy! Less talking time more the better. Cli- more clips more for clips, Steve Torrey. More clips, more clips for Mad Dog Daily. Now, of course, Kyrie couldn't keep shut. You know, he had to respond to this, and on Twitter, he tweeted at Stephen A., and I'll read it to you. Yeah, read it to uh, You're going to have to explain yourself to people in your generation. I'm not around many 50-plus-year-olds that speak and act like you do So this is new for me, but I am sure my father and my uncles can meet you on your level better than I can. We know you, Stephen. And then Stephen A. responded, and I'm not going to read it. It's going to take too long. Mm. But basically what he told you was that, um, you know, he's going to, um, you know, basically challenge him to, uh, you know, to see what uh, he'd like to do uh, in person. Water! (laughs) One-on-one. That's that's basically what he told you. That's it. All right, now there's Steve Torrey. That, that's oh, that's basically what he told me. Yeah. All right, now there's Steve Torrey, Mad Dog Daily. Get the guy a drink there. Challenge so, oh and address this in person, one-on-one. 
Doesn't wow. mean they're going to have a fight, but maybe he'll come on first take mm-hmm. or something. Wouldn't okay. that be good television? Maybe yeah. Doggy will be on that yeah. when it happens. Cross yeah. promote. You imagine that? That's good one. Yeah. Cross talk. <laughs> Do some cross talk. <laughs> He's great. I love how Steve's cracking himself up there. Now, that was good. what was the line there? He's like, no. Where is that, <laughs> hey, Stephen? We know you, Stephen. Oh, uh, hey, uh, I know you, Stephen, and you know me, and 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 gosh darn it, people like us. Uh, not everybody does, but I think some can. Uh, gosh darn it. That dopey little show you do. Oh, I heard that show. You think First you first take? You, you got think me it's all that. You got me uh, sitting in a mirror talking to myself. You know, I missed my train today. Uh, you know, I was walking Bentley, and I uh, actually say so I stepped in dog poop. You know, I could I could see why you guys would think that's funny. Not everybody would. Maybe I have a brain injury. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys think it's so funny when I forget everything. And here I am. Uh, did I tell you that um, I thought that Freddie Freeman was a little over dramatic, but. I thought maybe maybe there's a reason why he was crying like that. Triple A Mad Dog Six Saturday sixty three, <laughs> three six four six. Thank you. Uh, I'll be here all week. Who do you think is thirstier? Like uh, the guy from Castaway with the, you know Tom Hanks on that island or Steve Torrey? Can we get him some water, please? <laughs> Uh, Wilson, uh, um, uh, you know. Well, he did Steve drink Torrey. his own urine. I can see Steve at the end of his show drink, drink a bottle of his own urine. He's so thirsty. We know you, Stephen. Wilson, I'm Stephen. You know me. I'm Stephen, and I know you, and you know me, and I know you. You know, a big story this week on Morning Man was uh, Dan Snyder, who, uh, of course, is the Washington Commander's owner, and he's, he's refusing to show up so far to Congress, and he allegedly had an employee dump milk in Mark Lerner's suite at FedEx Field. He had a beef with Mark Lerner. That's the owner of the Nationals over, I think it was like space in the parking lot. Yeah, he wanted to buy a parking lot, but <laughs> Lerner overpriced it. But Snyder bought it anyway, but was still mad, so he we did this. Pissed. So then he apparently he had somebody actually pour milk, dumping milk all over his suite. So it smelled like sour milk when he arrived, which is revenge. It's a dish best served sour. We talked about revenge this week on Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Cologne. Revenge tactics are always interesting. And I, I told you guys I got a scar on my head because uh, a roommate in college, you know, the extra guy, the third guy in the room they stuck us with, hated me. And uh, one day he came back from the bar with his girlfriend, and I was lying on his bed completely naked, covered in Vaseline with ladies' panties around my ankle. I, I, why? Who knows? But, you know, when, he, when his girlfriend was yelling, you know, put on pants, that was her big thing. Put on pants, get off my bed, put on pants. And I said, you know, you, get, you find your own bed. And then this guy hit me over the head with a Lysol bottle and cracked open my head, and I didn't, never got stitches, and I still have a scar. Well, then the next month or so, I went on a revenge tour. Yeah, I peed in a cup and I poured it in his cologne a little oh bit. God. So every time he sprayed his cologne, he was spraying urine, my urine, on himself. And he ended up getting a rash. And um, Pissed I sp- by bad junk. <laughs> yeah, I spin his Cheerios, actually, you know, his box of cereal. And um, I also stuck his toothbrush up my ass. <laughs> so like I said, some would say gross, reasonable, maybe oh criminal. My Who God. knows? But his, he got very sick after that happened. He, had like, he, he thought he had the flu. <laughs> he had the brown eye flu is what he happened, I think. But I just stuck it in real quick, took the bristles. And, I don't think um, you did it as quick as you I thought. Know, I felt like you danced with it a little bit. What do you mean? Was I spent an hour with the toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> I figured uh, twerking them cheeks with yeah, that Yeah, I wasn't smuggling back. something into prison. What am I? He's actually a good friend of mine now, but we played in Hofstra, man. He pegged me one time so hard with a snowball. I was walking into the locker room. Me and him kind of had like a little Tom and Jerry thing going on. We'd go back and forth with each other. And one day I was in a really bad mood. Dropping anvils on each other. Just right <laughs> so I, I had a snowball. And so I, I went into the locker room and I shit it in his cleats. That's what I did. <laughs>
Thing. The coyote like, and the right road runner. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you got damn uh, baby roots right in his cleat? So when he got ready to practice, stuck his feet right in him. That oh is my so God. disgusting. Uh, that, that is, is that shit is shit between the toes. That is oh I think that might God. actually. T- I didn't think that anyone could top my toothbrush story, but I, I think Willie actually kind of did. Certainly, certainly you know, did. My revenge is all in person, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do anything underhanded. The worst thing I did was I had a person who I fired for stealing at my store. Oh, oh now Eddie used to run a bagel store. Correct. Okay. Context. Oh. We gotta give context. us some context. Context. Go back in the essence. Sorry, I gotta remember. A whole new audience. Whole new whole audience. New audience. Come on. So man. I used to run a bagel store way back in the day. Okay. There you go. There, there's the backstory. Now. So I and had an employee continue. caught stealing, fired, had the nerve to apply for unemployment, which you're not supposed to do when you're fired for cause. Right. Okay, I didn't want to fight that. I just said, you know what, whatever. I'm not going to deal with this. I gave the good reference because, again, I just don't want to deal with this. Get her off the unemployment. I got a W-2 or W-4 for taxes. Comes to the store. I'm supposed to give it to her. I did oh. wipe my bottom oh. with it. Oh. <laughs> I, I swear to yes. God, I did that. The thought of that, that the opening time. the envelope and then going, oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I hope that happened. I'm pretty sure it didn't. It's unbelievable you know. that all three of these revenge stories all have to deal with shit and well, asses. Well, that's always like, the that best. is the yeah. go-to. Well, because, well, that's the well best. Scott brings up a great that's point finally because it's yep. the it's job, the worst. Scott. Well, you know yeah. what? It, working in the service industry at Pizza Hut, there was somebody who was so disgusting to me, and they wanted mushrooms on their pizza, that's and they wanted what, mushrooms yeah. and peppers. I See, took the I mushrooms. Never, you know how I feel about this. I, I took the mushrooms to the back by the dumpster and like threw them on the ground and picked them up because they were like regular. Mm. And the other guy at the store is like, no, no, I'm gonna one up you. And I was like, dude, that's enough. I think we've done enough. He goes, no. And he took the green peppers, and he stuck it underneath and grabbed his balls. Balls! <laughs> <laughs> wow, Steve Torrey, um, who, by the way, his burps, he's bottled and started selling them. He's got a lot of agita and gas, and things repeat on him. Here's Brian in Boston. Uh, oh, excuse me. That was nice, uh, Brian. Uh, what what, what do we have for lunch today? Do we have any, anything that's repeating on you at this point? Oh, uh, no, I'm just sick to my stomach about bad check. Is that right? Steve Torrey. Excuse me. Were you pleased with our performance today? I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. Very interesting. So mm. that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, Steve Torrey. Another episode of Patrick's Morning After the Books. Randy Erickson and Scott Messina. Thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC. They listen on the bowl. Nice fouls there, leader. And he tells me that Raz Nation had his first flush this week while watching old WCW matches with Ric Flair. Woo! And don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. And I do mean anywhere. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.